you know, data security, data governance. Uh, these are topics that uh, I think are going to be really top of the mind. Um, people are going to want to know whether sensitive data is. Do they have the right controls? Is it automated? Is it continuously being secured? Um, you know, people are working under a lot of stress, so you cannot just say, hey, you know, Joe is going to take care of it and he's going to do the right thing. So what are the safety nets? What are the controls? What are the continuous uh, introspection and monitoring around all of those data risks? Welcome to Conversations with Des. I'm your host, Des Blanchfield. Today, I have the privilege of being joined by Manoj Nair. Now, Manoj is the general manager for Metallic, a division of Commvault. Manoj, welcome to the show. Thanks so much for making time to join me. Des, thank you so much for having me here. I'm looking forward to the conversation. Indeed. So we've got a great conversation with a number of really exciting things to share. But before we do that, I would love to just briefly introduce you to our audience. I have it on good authority that you're an avid foodie like myself. And that someone described you as someone who knows that you need more than a recipe for success and that requires vision, creativity, experience working the line, and an unstoppable drive to succeed. And I thought that was a perfect way to kind of introduce somebody who has had a long proven history in professional and personal life of, of great successes and knowing the difference between just getting the job done and doing it with passion. You're a former CEO and co-founder of Hypergrid. You've also uh, served up cloud and security offerings for the likes of uh, HPE, uh, EMC, VMware, and uh, more recently RSA. And something that I was blown away by, I actually didn't know this and I feel embarrassed I didn't, but you hold uh, 12 patents in information management and security. And if that wasn't good enough, you also have a master's of computer science from Clemson University. That's an amazing background, an amazing pedigree for this role uh, as general manager of Metallic, a fairly recent uh, movement for you. What's it been like to sort of join this new organization and, and, and join a new family? First of all, that was a gracious introduction. Thank you, Des. Uh, you know, it's a very interesting time uh, to join a new organization. I've been here for a um, little over a few months now. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a team that has uh, launched something new in the last six to eight months and uh, moving very fast. So, you know, we just uh, got, I got into the slipstream and uh, uh, started running at their pace. And uh, now we're coming together as a team and, you know, this, uh, post-COVID-19 world where everyone is remote. Uh, and I tell my team maybe sometimes that has helped us as a distributed team to come together because we're all on Zoom, we're all on you know videos and uh, talking all the time. And uh, But you know it's probably the first time ever I've had to do that in a new organization. I wonder if we could maybe just get a little bit of background on yourself personally, where you're originally from, kind of, you know, what your uh, early years of academia and then, then I guess some of the detail of your career path so far to come to this exciting role, just to kind of introduce you to our audience and uh, just give them a, a bit of insight into you personally. I grew up in India, middle-class family, uh, was, uh, uh, my dad was uh, wor working in the railways and that means he was building tracks in places that were pretty remote, so kept moving around. Uh, I remember my sister, John, who was you know, several years older to me, going for a coding class, and I just went along with her, and I just fell in love with computers and the whole notion and technology, and I've been, uh, you know, kind of, uh, and I forget, and I probably was uh, nine, ten years over the point, and uh, ever since then, uh, being uh, an avid uh, techie, uh, you know, I went to Clemson to do uh, masters uh, in virtual reality, and uh, those, you know that's what I wanted to do. 
And I said, you know, switch, uh, switch paths. So I got into the system side of things and, um, you know, a lot, lot, lot of uh, computer system storage, uh, data protection, uh, data analytics, security. And then over the last, uh, you know, 10 years or so, I have been uh, doing a lot of things in the cloud domain. So, uh, but, uh, you know, I, I was lucky to be able to uh, have uh, what I would say strong family uh, to learn the, you know, the foundations of life, like wor working hard and uh, conscientious and, uh, uh, and a spouse that I learn from every day, you know, uh, so there's, there's a lot of uh, those things that uh, make me who I am. Your career path and, and, and both, you know, your, your work around uh, uh, data protection, data security and, and your security patents seem to me like the, the perfect pedigree of coming from various large enterprise environments and, and, and running businesses that are in the, 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 I guess, the industry of protecting data, managing data, serving data, uh, be it uh, HP, particularly EMC and VMware, and certainly the focus uh, around security with your role in RSA. It seems to me there's been kind of like this, this, uh, this natural evolution to this opportunity now to sort of, you know, head up the metallic uh, business, uh, which is all about protecting data. It seems to me that you, you're kind of built for this space to, in the cloud and now you're what I would describe as a cloud native working with other cloud natives. So let's maybe just dive into kind of what a day in the life of a general manager for Metallic is like. What are, what are some of the, the usual challenges you face of, you know, within the managing the team, facing the business and, and, and getting to know the industry? Uh, you know, it's uh, been very interesting uh, last few months. Like, you know, I started uh, following Metallic uh, when it got launched last October, looking at it outside in, and I, it caught my attention. You know, not just because I knew some of the executive team and Sanjay and, and the leadership here, but also, wow, that's a very interesting. You know, it's a powerful brand coming out. Uh, you know, I immediately thought of uh, this is a very famous uh, book by Clayton Christensen, who I had the luxury to meet, uh, Innovator's Dilemma, right? And ah, and yes. how this was uh, Commvault really trying to break out of that. Uh, I thought that was a, a you know launch that was very well done, and the brand that was established, uh, the need was very clear. So I started following this, and you know now that I'm here and I joined uh, the team, um, we we are a startup. You know we're a startup with a, a large parent, and uh, we're trying to move fast. Um, our cadence is going to be different from from that of the larger company. Uh, we have, uh, you know, unlike uh, my most recent um, experience running a startup or venture funded and you're trying to do fundraising and all those things, I don't have to think about that aspect as much as growth, which I love. You know, I love the fact that we can create value, we can grow fast, we can, we essentially can be unleashed uh, and the team can be unleashed to be creative. And that's really what I have been, uh, you know, focused on. You know, how did we be scrappy, nimble? think startup-like, move fast uh, without some of the things that, you know, kind of hold back your typical startup that doesn't have the kind of resources we might have, which is, let's just, you know, face it, access to customers is one of the biggest things. You know, people create a lot of value, a lot of technology. They just don't have a route to market for that technology. So um, with coming into Metallic, the timing was one where uh, we, we knew we had to move faster um, you know, the situation around us was changing uh, and we had to deliver more innovative solutions to our customers faster. We also um, knew that we had a really good uh, uh, set of IP coming from Commvault. You're a market leader in the space for the last 20 years. 
Uh, so, you know, they built tremendous innovation. And so there's no shortage of uh, innovation. So it's really about uh, bringing that together uh, in this whole cloud native uh, form factor, as you refer to it, and uh, meeting the customers where they are in their journey, uh, which for Metallic is, uh, you know, going to be slightly different just by the nature of what we're focusing on. And so that, that's really what I've been focused on is uh, uh, increase the velocity. You know, I did this blog um, when I joined the team, which is, you know, Metallic hit the ground running. It's time to fly. And uh, some of the things that um, I thought about coming in, we are now able to go talk to the market. And that's really exciting. Reading your blog, I, the first thing that came to mind is I want a T-shirt with Metallic logo on it. <laughs> and that one line, Metallic hit the ground running and now it's time to fly. Because I think that was a perfect way to summarize uh, kind of where you're at. And now you've got some amazing announcements. I wonder if you could maybe uh, share with our audience kind of what that announcement is and, and, and what it's actually meant to the market. We were very excited this week. We were able to finally go out live with something we had been working on uh, for a while inside the organization. So Microsoft and Commvault um, have been partners for a long time. Uh, you know, it's a long history of partnership. And uh, we're entering into that next level of partnership. And this one is specifically... Uh, designed around how to help customers accelerate their hybrid cloud data protection um, with Metallic and a combination of you know Metallic SaaS uh, with Microsoft Azure and all of its uh, enterprise um, market-leading cloud capabilities. Uh, it's really the coming together of um, of, of those two solutions uh, for our customers, and uh, and a lot of this is what our customers were asking us. So. Uh, that was that was really exciting in terms of uh, you know being able to get that out there. We've got tremendous feedback. Uh, there are lots of elements of uh, of that partnership. Um, some of what uh, was just you know available on day one, uh, but it's a multi-year journey, and um, we'll continuously see more and more innovation coming out of it. Uh, and and it's you know like any true partnership, it it needs to have all the elements. You know, it's got to be customer driven you know, outside in rather than inside out, which this is very much the case. And, um, you know, it's got to have an engineering innovation element. It's got to have a go-to-market element. You know, how are customers going to find it? And there's a sales and channel and partner elements. And this is one where, you know, all of that we were able to bring together. Uh, and, and that's very impressed by, you know, teams on both sides and how they came together to get this done in record time. And I guess you know, to the to the point of kind of where the real strength of what Metallic offers uh, by default, but and then and then how this is built on this. I mean, one of the biggest challenges for organizations with the transition to the cloud or the move to the cloud, the pivot to cloud, or however we place it, in in using software as service uh, offerings to run our companies, whether it's a CRM or it's uh, you know Office three six five, which is a cloud based service really these days, and a whole range of other things. Whether we're hosting our business logic and systems inside cloud platforms and virtual machines or platforms of service is that all your data is up in the cloud. And invariably, you know, I think the term is that people talk about, you know, cloud is just other people's computers. But one of the biggest risks we learned in the pivot of the cloud is that the cloud isn't backed up. And so we, we learned sometimes the hard way, unfortunately, that we're still responsible for backing up, protecting your own data. And I guess one of the things that Metallic really uh, did in the early days was those three components around sort of, you know, endpoints, your virtual machines and the Office 365 suite offering was that those big things that we had moved into the cloud or adopted in the cloud, by default, weren't backed up in their own right. This essentially with a click of a button, backed them up, protected our data, gave us the backup, the restore, the archival and all the other protection and the encryption of the data. 
it seemed to me like a natural fit that as organizations had made the move to the cloud, this was their ready, willing, and able to do that. And, and now that you've got the strategic uh, uh, relationship and also the products available, I think, in the Azure marketplace, that it's a fait accompli in many ways. And that is that there's no reason not to adopt this and, and remove all the other remaining risks that you might have inadvertently inherited by moving to the cloud. What are some of the conversations you're having now with some of the organizations when they, they realize that this is actually not just possible, but actually immediately available? Des, you know, you, you did a great summary of what, you know, what Metallic is and why, right? And, and you know, companies uh, have been accelerating the journey to cloud. Uh, any app that can be a SaaS application, whether it's HR, productivity, um, you know, they're all moving to SaaS applications. Anything that was legacy, homegrown, is being rewritten as a cloud-native app. And so, you know, Metallic is really built for protecting the most critical asset that those companies have, which is their data. And it is protecting the data in these new environments with, you know, a new form factor that matches that particular workload. Uh, you have a SaaS workload. Why not use a SaaS data protection platform uh, both in terms of a business model, but also in terms of a consumption model and all the ease that it brings. Uh, a lot of customers um, misunderstand the shared responsibility model in a cloud environment. So they are, you know, uh, in, in a lot of ways adopt these technologies and uh, they don't have some of the pain points that they had in their, let's say, on-prem and legacy environments. Uh, but they have other things that they are responsible for. So that's one of the things that we're seeing that Companies need education of uh, what is that shared responsibility model, uh, what is natively available from their great solutions that uh, they're able to now uh, adopt to accelerate the speed of their business. Uh, at the same time, what is the different ways that they should be thinking about the risk in their environment? So let's just talk about the situation we are in. Um, companies have uh, really accelerated the digital transformation uh, you know, there's a famous quote from Satya Nadella about, you know, uh, two years of transformation done in two months. And as COVID-19 hit, um, uh, you know, there's a the famous statement of uh, everyone has a plan uh, until they get punched in the face. You know, um, <laughs> uh, and I don't think I've quoted Mike Tyson ever before in, a, <laughs> in any technology <laughs> context. But that's how it feels like. You know, that's how customers feel like. Uh, people were moving to the cloud. We're moving to SaaS, they were doing digital transformation, and boom, this comes. And you know, now we're all in a remote work environment. I talked about starting an entirely new job in a remote environment. So remote laptops, um, not being backed up, people rolling out productivity suites and online communication platforms with collaboration and data being shared in the platform. Um, no, not sure how they're being protected. Um, you know, I came from a security background. We talked about that at RSA. Still, you know, keep in good touch with that community. And uh, just the publicly reported stats um, uh, in the U.S., the FBI talked about cybercrime increasing fourfold in April. So just like this situation was happening in all of our personal lives was not involved uh, enough. They got the bad guys going after all of our data, ransomware, cyber attacks. And so we've got this situation where uh, what was already happening now has just been rapidly accelerated. And so going back to how do I secure what's really fundamental for my business? It's my data. What do I need? I need trust. I need trusted companies. 
Uh, I need to be able to do it, you know, quickly. I need it to, to be able to do it with uh, lower CapEx outlays, enhanced security. And so this kind of gives you the backdrop of why customers were asking Microsoft and Commwell to come together around, uh, you know, Metallic. Here's a SaaS cloud native data protection with trusted IP, proven IP from, from Commvault or on the data. And Azure, which is, you know, your trusted enterprise secure cloud. And so that, that's really the genesis behind the kind of why now uh, for this partnership and what we're trying to do here. Give us a couple of examples of some of the use cases you've seen that are fairly unique with regard to the last few months that, that COVID-19 has produced. I imagine there's a bunch of scenarios where people hadn't thought through, no one expected to spend 80 or 90% of their workforce to home, for example, or they, they didn't expect them to be working on personal Wi-Fi and personal broadband over a public internet. Uh, and, and there must have been some interesting things that you've seen there of use cases where you just naturally could solve that problem that organizations weren't ready for. No, uh, you know, a few, few examples come to mind. Uh, uh, and, and uh, you know, this is one of the reasons that I'm really proud to be part of this company and this partnership. Uh, one of the first scenarios that uh, we knew our customers are going to face because we faced it ourselves is data has gravity, right? So when you're not sitting in the data center, you have data on the laptops, even if you had protection, if all that data was being backhauled back to your production, you know, corporate networks, that's just going to make, you know, all of other connectivity for productivity reasons uh, not work very well. So that wasn't a good solution anymore. And it was just like natural sitting there, metallic endpoint backup, you know, wherever you are, you know, over the internet, it's going to the cloud directly. It's not being backhauled back to your to your corporate firewalls. You know, what a concept, right? But um, it was the right solution at the right time. But we also knew our customers were going through a tremendous personal challenge. So, you know, Commvault and Metallic, uh, Metallic and uh, Microsoft came together and offered, a, 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 you know, put an offer together. Our customer care offer for our customers was, Hey, unlimited storage until September, um, you know, protect your endpoints. You know, we won't talk business. This is not a sales call. Uh, this is really, we want to, you know, make sure that you have a solution that if you didn't have one, you can count on us. We're here. If you like it, you want to come talk to us after the fact. That's your choice. So uh, we've seen, um, you know, so the biggest of biggest uh, enterprises have signed up to that, hundreds and hundreds of uh, companies using this offer put together by the giant companies, uh, healthcare, um, you know, uh, universities, uh, drug uh, manufacturers, uh, you know, across the spectrum, manufacturing companies. Um, these are all people who have been on the front lines of some of the situation out there. And uh, we were very happy that we were not only had a solution, but we were able to come together and put our, uh, you know, put, put our brains together, our financial um, ability, and just put this offer out there for customers. So that's one, one example that comes to mind. Um, mm-hmm. The second one. Um, maybe it's just around, uh, we talked about collaboration, right? And a lot of people have seen the, uh, the data out there, you know, teams went up nine, nine times. Well, uh, you know, great solution. We use Microsoft teams, uh, but a lot of companies weren't thinking about protecting that data set. And, uh, you know, there's compliance reasons, there's security reasons, there's just granular recovery reasons, uh, where, you know, productivity suite needs a companion, uh, and you know, we, we have our Office 365 backup, 
And people don't realize Office 365 for us is everything. It's the inbox, it's OneDrive, it's uh, Notes, it's Teams. So all of that data can be protected. And the data is protected in Azure, which is where Office 365 sits. So again, you know, symbiotic, you know, matches some rapid adoption patterns that we're seeing and the solution is available. So that's actually one of the pillars of this new announcement is we said, not only are we going to have it available, but we're going to make the transaction of that to seem like you're buying a native Azure service. So by being on the Azure marketplace now, our Office 365 backup and protection uh, service is now transactable like a native Azure service. If you're enterprise, you can use your enterprise commit to draw down on it. Uh, you're not, you know, you're transacting on Microsoft paper uh, and you don't have to do a new capital outlay to go find this uh, solution. So we're, we're, we're really aligning our business model, transaction model, and our technology model. So that's another example that comes to mind. Uh, I think it's fantastic. And, and I love the fact that you've made that offer because I think, you know, there are so many people who have been caught off guard, no matter how good they are at their job. And you've, in effect, come to the rescue in, in a sense to to ensure that they are protected and they have the ability just to catch their breath and get through this challenging period. I had a, a classic where I was talking to someone recently and they had a problem and, and I directed them to Metallic and they rang me the next day and said, oh my God, they just solved it with a click of the button. They had sent their entire workforce home. Uh, they didn't even leave their techies in the office. And then a couple of days later, uh, their DBA rang up and said, uh, <clears throat> I usually swap out tapes at the end of the week to do our backup of our SQL database server. And they're like, well, okay, what does that mean? It's like, well, it's run out of tapes. <laughs> and even in 2020, right? Yeah. And so he rings me and says, what do we do? I was like, well, I can't believe you're doing that anyway. But um, within 24 hours, they had migrated to your platform and their database was backed up, protected. And they had done a full recovery to a training and test site and a full recovery to a development and integration site, which was interesting because he said it was just literally a five-minute exercise to do that as opposed to a two-day process of getting back grandfather, father, son, and rebuild the archive. And uh, so not only did it get them out of trouble of not having to send somebody back to the office potentially to, uh, to have to swap out tapes, which I'm sure was just a logist logistical nightmare, but um, it also gave them an outcome that they realized that now that I've got this cloud, I can actually you know, do a cloud-to-cloud -cloud recovery, as it were, and have a copy for my training team, and a cloud-to-cloud -cloud recovery to then make a copy available to my integration development team. And it was like, we've never been able to do that before. That's just, that's a dream come true. They used to have to take it offline to do testing and so forth. It, it is a natural evolution that we are moving to the cloud as a natural evolution. We are effectively adopting SaaS offerings immediately. They just, they just make sense commercially and technically. And that uh, a lot of those risks that we might've had one security person or one data protection person in the organization of 20 or 30,000 staff could never keep up with 100,000 hackers or 100,000 uh, ransomware uh, people. And these days, cybersecurity and, and you know, hackers and, and, and uh, ransomware, I mean, that's a business. There are people who treat uh, that as their profession and they are large organizations. They're professionally in the business of getting ransomware attacks in place and making millions from it. And I heard a great anecdote the other day where someone said, and I think it was actually on one of a live coffee talk uh, live streams uh, with the, um, the Commvault team that I host where one of the teams said something to the effect that ransomware people are now so professional that they actually beat up competing ransomware attackers saying, look, if you get paid, make sure you give them the keys and let them restore the data. Because if you don't, then other people will realize that if, you, if they pay, they're not going to get the data back. And it's like, hang on, let me think this through. You've got competing ransomware hackers forcing other ransomware people to make sure that if they get paid the ransomware uh, uh, money, 
they do give the keys and let people restore the data because that trains people that if you pay, you get your data back. So they're professional criminals at the nth degree. I was like, this is just the most mind boggling thing I've ever heard. But a phenomenal anecdote there of someone doing a proof of concept and then also being able to to be restored during a ransomware incident. I think that's that's almost the the penultimate example of kind of where we're at, isn't it? And I guess that's what I kind of like to wrap up on is, is, you know, in the next 12 to 18 months, the world's going to be going through yet another massive transition. We were caught out with the the pandemic with COVID-19 coming at us at a rush, but we're now in a situation where we're going to have to make this pivot back to something that we refer to as the new normal. I don't think that anyone has any one new normal that is going to fit everybody, but there's going to be a hybrid. Some, some companies are going to go all back into the office. Others are going to do a half and half. And then some organizations are just not bothering going back to the office at all, working remotely. So this must create a whole plethora of, of, of challenging new scenarios of not just moving human beings, but moving infrastructure back, but also creating these hybrid scenarios I wonder if we could maybe just wrap up with your sort of key takeaways and thoughts around the types of things that people should be talking about in whether it's from boardroom level down or or within the tech teams and business units of what to think about and where Metallic can fit into solving problems for them over the next 12 to 18 months as we do make this transition back to, you know, what we refer to as the new normal. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's one of those terms that's, you know, I, I can't bring myself to love that term, the new normal, but it, it, is, it is fact, right? It's in front of us. And, um, you know, everyone's looking at, um, you know, the time frame and saying, what are the things, you know, we don't think we're going back to the old world. Uh, I think almost, you know, any expert agrees with that. Uh, Maybe it's a hybrid world, you know, both in terms of, you know, schooling, work, or, you know, normal life. And uh, technologies that uh, we thought were, eh, it's kind of out there in the horizon, um, you know, are now becoming very relevant. You know, 5G is one of those, right? Why do we need all that bandwidth? Well, it's, you know, we're all now sitting at home, lots of endpoints, uh, ubiquitous bandwidth everywhere is going to be pretty important, right? I mean, there are a lot of people who don't sit in, you know, Sydney or Silicon Valley like you and me, uh, and, and how are they going to have all the connectivity that they need? So, uh, that, you know, that's a wave I think is going to, you know, really um, take off. We had a, you know, conversation about security. Uh, look, the bad guys, you know, I mean, talk about cooperation between the bad guys, right? I mean, that example. Uh, so, so, you know, data security, data governance. Uh, these are topics that uh, I think are going to be really top of the mind. Um, people are going to want to know whether sensitive data is. Do they have the right controls? Is it automated? Is it continuously being secured? Um, you know, people are working under a lot of stress, so you cannot just say, "Hey, you know, Joe is going to take care of it and he's going to do the right thing." So, what are the safety nets? What are the controls? What is the continuous uh, introspection and monitoring around all of those data risks that uh, organizations can put in place? Um, you know, productivity suites, digital transformation, all of that is uh, uh, really here to stay. And um, before this, like, we felt like cloud was a big deal. I feel like, you know, I've been working in this domain as a customer, a partner, uh, a startup founder, now at Metallic for over a decade. Uh, but still, only five, you know, 5% of the enterprises had their workloads in the cloud. I think we're seeing a complete tipping point shift of that. You know, we'll be, you know, looking at, 40, 50%. And, and how does that happen? How does it happen? Not at the old pace, not with just the old techniques and, uh, you know, having a lot of uh, uh, people slowly manually move that. So automation, uh, intelligent automation, you know, how do you use AI and machine learning techniques? 
Uh, these are all the things we're thinking about as we think about the future of Metallic. Uh, we have this vision of an intelligent data management platform, and you know, it has got a lot of pillars. It's, you know, how do we make sure people have awareness of data? How can they intelligently use the data? How can they govern? How can they secure it? Uh, those are some of the supporting themes we're working on to, you know, try and uh, make sure we're ready to support our customers in, in essentially this new normal, as you said. Indeed, and I did like your uh, your comment there. Where you, I think you quoted was it Satya Nadella, um, CEO of Microsoft, uh, with regard to two years of innovation having to be done in two months. I guess we're now entering a phase where uh, we're going to have to do yet another two years of innovation, but potentially not uh, over two months, but maybe the next six to twelve months. Now, there's one thing I do want to close out on. You have some exciting news with regard to um, Metallic, obviously, being available in North American market at the moment. You're now going global. Can, can you maybe just give us some insight on kind of what that roadmap looks like? Because I think you've got some great news for folk in my part of the world here in Australia. Yeah, absolutely. You know, it's, uh, that's just, it's not just because I'm talking to you. We have had tremendous <laughs> pull uh, from customers, uh, you know, where, uh, where you are and, uh, in Australia, New Zealand. Um, and, and we have prioritized that as one of our first market outside the Americas. Um, and, and this partnership actually hel- really helps accelerate uh, by leveraging Microsoft and the Azure marketplace as a way to quickly launch our global solution. So in the next few months, we're looking at uh, unveiling and launching in Australia and New Zealand, uh, and then also you know rolling it out into Europe short- shortly after. So. Uh, Metallic is going global. Metallic's got, you know, matching Microsoft and uh, you got the entire Microsoft uh, partner and Salesforce uh, now incentivized and um, ready to, you know, join arms with with Metallic, with Commvault teams to make sure that they're there to make these solutions available to the customers. So uh, we're very excited about that. And, you know, we're really looking forward to uh, uh, you know, who knows one of these days, uh, you know, being out there and uh, meeting you in person in your neck of the woods as we launch this. I'm going to do everything I can to engineer to have that outcome, get you here out to Australia and uh, take you out for a VIP tour. Well, uh, Manoj, it's been fantastic to spend some time with you today. Thank you so much for making time uh, to, to catch up with us, share both uh, a little insight to you personally uh, in your exciting role as general manager of Metallica and um, just some of the key things that you've had over your career path and your personal life and and, and, and the depth and breadth that you've brought to this exciting role. And I'm, I'm so excited to see you, uh, you know, with your hands on the reins, leading them into a brave future in this challenging time. And, and again, congratulations on the amazing announcement with regard to the, uh, the Metallic and Convolt uh, strategic uh, uh, partnership with uh, Microsoft with regard to the whole SaaS and cloud technology offering for data management. I think this is just going to open so many new doors for organizations and solving problems, which they are, they'd already had pre-pandemic. Now the pandemic's just exacerbated it. And uh, couldn't tell you how excited I am about having it come to our backyard. But uh, I guess you know, it's a natural evolution of everything, isn't it? It's sort of, you know, it starts in your local market, in this case, in North America. And, and then, uh, like all things in, in cloud st- uh, space, it naturally evolves over time and, and makes it the way around the world. Uh, it's going to certainly have a very exciting um, uh, welcoming mat rolled out for here in this part of the world, I know, uh, and uh, everywhere else, because, uh, you know, we're, we're ever challenged with data protection and compliance uh, within the corporate structure, uh, I guess, compliance and governance in, in state and federal data protection. And certainly now with the likes of, uh, of GDPR, where, uh, you know, we, we don't just have to do it from a, a regulatory point of view internally in the organization, but it is actually law that you've got to have certain controls and mechanisms in place of where the data is and the locality and the controls of it. 
Uh, and I think you've got an amazing, uh, uh, you know, next sort of 12 to 18 months now where you are perfectly positioned with the offering and perfectly positioned with yourself at the, and the team to sort of take this to market and, and an exciting, uh, uh, you know, kickoff now with regard to this partnership. I, I am very excited about where this is going and I, I can't wait to have you back on the show to talk about the next sort of few months once you've had to, an opportunity to catch your breath and, and see this thing roll down the road a bit further. Thank you, Des. Thank you to your listeners and uh, absolutely we'll be excited to be back. Indeed. Now, for listeners, I would very much like you to, uh, to once you've had a chance to absorb this great conversation, jump on metallic.io and have a look at the great offers there. There is a special offer being made, which uh, you, you'd mentioned, uh, Manoj, earlier on. And, uh, and also, uh, you know, go ahead and, 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 I guess, repeat that success story of running some proof of concepts. Uh, uh, make sure your teams are aware of that capability. Uh, you know, run a trial of the things, see what it's like, and then, uh, you know, see where it's a perfect fit for you. So jump on metallic.io. Click on try it for free. And uh, I, I imagine that uh, the team would love you to follow them on social media. Follow Manoj uh, both on LinkedIn and uh, other social media platforms. Follow the uh, Metallic and Commvault handles and just keep abreast of all the latest news. And if in doubt, reach out to the team either via the, via the website and, uh, or some of their partners and resellers and integrators. They would, uh, I'm sure, be more than glad to hear from you and would uh, love and welcome the opportunity to uh, have a conversation about your business and technology challenges around data management, data protection. And uh, I'm sure it'll get you out of a bind uh, that we are all in now with data protection uh, as we are trying to figure out how to get to this new normal. Manoj, thanks again. It's been an absolute pleasure. And we will see you on the show again soon. Thank you, Liz.